from Portland, it's the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This week the team talks about Oregon's drought, and they'll let you know what's clouding up their sky in a brand new segment. Now here they are, Brian McMillan, Mark Nelson, and Jeff Forgeron. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This is episode 24 here, and it's a kind of a gloomy Friday afternoon. Starting to see a few sun breaks in the mix uh, on this Friday, and uh, it is dry today, you guys. I'm meteorologist Brian McBillan alongside, and, and actually alongside, Chief Meteorologist I mean, Mark Nelson. Hey, Mark. I actually just touched Brian's shoulder <laughs> because we are now vaxxed up. We can sit right beside each other, breathe on each other, give each other colds and stuff. So uh, Not yeah, going to lie, it feels that. really weird. I feel It's uh, slightly uncomfortable. I'm getting closer again, Brian. <laughs> How do you feel? Uh, and the, the laughing you hear in the background, that's uh, meteorologist Jeff Fordron. Hey, Jeff. Hey, VMAC. Hey, yeah, uh, Anne is off this week, and so we didn't want to bug her on her vacation. I'll be off next week, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, but let's get to it. And we'll get to our local headlines. The news headlines are next. Here's what's happening right now. All right, you guys, it has been super dry here. And not just this month, but last month and the month before that. This spring has been remarkably dry. In fact, it's been the driest uh, spring on record so far. Yes, Mark? Get this. I don't remember if I said this last week. So March was like a typical June rain-wise. April and May combined in Portland have been about the same or drier than a typical July. So forget the temperatures. Since the beginning of March, we've more or less been doing summer rainfall. That's amazing, isn't it? That is it? crazy. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, it was, it was really warm there for a long period of time as well. Mm-hmm. We cooled back down here over the course of the past several days, but we're going to get back to average here coming up. Now, as far as how dry it's been... We're getting a phone call from one of our producers, if you can hear that in the It's background. Katie. She wants something new for the four, but we'll take care of that after the podcast. That's this right. is this is primo importance <laughs> right here. We've had 13 hundredths of an inch so far for the month of May. 13 hundredths. Wow. That's at PDX. Hillsborough, a little bit less than that, 12 hundredths. Now, there have been a couple spots that have gotten a little bit more, a little over a half inch down in Aurora and down in Salem. But over the past few days, when we were hoping for some uh, decent rainfall here, uh, PDX actually has gotten a big fat goose egg a couple of those days because the showers have missed PDX. And it doesn't mean it hasn't rained or been a complete soaker where you live. There's been a lot of spots that have seen those heavy downpours. But it's going to go down in, in, in the books for PDX, for Portland, as not much rain here so far this month. So, guys, uh, you know, we continue with this remarkably dry spring. Where do we go from here? What do you think, Jeff? Well, you know what's weird about this spring is we've had this lack of rainfall. You would have thought that that would have been coupled with really warm weather. We may escape the month of May not even hitting 85 degrees. It's possible we end up hitting 85, but I, Mark, I believe the warmest temperature this spring, or this year rather, has been 84. I thought we would have hit 90 so far in May. Um, but having said that, what's, what's weird about this week, and Brian, you alluded to this, those rain showers that came through over a matter of a couple days, some of them were thunderstorms, were dropping like heavy rainfall rates that were producing pretty heavy rainfall rates. It's just it sure a matter were, of yeah. where it's a matter of where it sets up. You know what else you mentioned, Jeff? You said, um, and I've noticed this too, we haven't had the usual, you know, we're showering cool like we're seeing right now. And then, bang, we hit 85 or 90 degrees for three days and we go back to the cool. Instead, it's been, cons- until now, it's been consistently warm. And I think that's because typically in a normal spring, we have the cool troughs like we've seen the last few days, 
and then a big ridge builds over us, but only briefly for a day or two, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. In this case, that and this has been going on. It's I think it's the La Nina pattern. It's been going on since uh, late February, where we have a lot of upper level high pressure that wants to be well offshore, mm-hmm. and then these little things either kind of come down the coastline or these w- little wiggles come over the ridge in the jet stream, which tends to be a dryish pattern for us. You know, we haven't had a lot of fronts come in from the west, but um, yeah, so it's been drier than normal, but not necessarily you know crazy warm. In fact, I think. PDX right now, by the time we add in next week, is going to be about average for May temperature. Well, that you're you're basically saying that the ridge kind of stays over the Pacific Ocean yes. and into the Southwest, and that leaves us under that Northwest flow or yes. onshore flow pattern. And we, luckily, we haven't had offshore wind, a lot of offshore wind, in the midst of this really dry spring. We did have one red flag warning that I recall. I forget exactly the week that that occurred, but we had a brief offshore wind. But, man, that onshore wind has really been helping the really dry areas that are kind of fire-prone already early this this season. Yeah, that was early. Remember in April when we had the dry weather, we had, remember, day after day, dew points in the 20s with some east wind, but we hadn't dried out. You know, it was just because, well, it wasn't warm enough to cause issues, you know, with many fires. But, yeah, that, if we had that right now, then we'd have bigger issues. But, um, yeah, no more dew points in the 20s, apparently. Yeah. Now, the, now the big worry, of course, it, you know, goes into wildfires here as we head over the next couple of months. We do, we're not going to play... Uh, we're not going to be able to get a caught up a bunch here over the next several weeks. So I think that's pretty unlikely. But, uh, you know, could be an early start to fire season here as we head into the dry season coming up starting next month. Crazy how summer starts in just a few days, you guys. Oh, yeah. And it, a reminder of that is not only the wildfires that are randomly breaking out to our south, but hurricane season seems like it's off to an early start. Nothing has formed just yet, but. Hurricanes, uh, the National Hurricane Center is watching two areas of disturbed weather in the Atlantic. Uh, June 1st is the start of the Atlantic hurricane season. They could very likely have a A and a B storm name already before that date arrives. So um, it's happening. It's coming fast, guys. Another thing we're looking at right now, and I'm staring at it currently here, is snow up on Mount Hood. Over the past (laughs) couple of days, those snow levels have dropped to around 3,500 feet. And with that, we've seen uh, at least a couple of inches up there on the mountain. Uh, uh, Right now, I'm staring at a uh, shot of our Mount Hood Ski Bowl camera, which is at about 5,000 feet that's at the top of Ski Bowl. And, uh, yeah, the areas that were brown were covered in white. Now we're seeing that melt off a little bit here as temperatures warm up up there on the mountain. But kind of cool to see a little bit of snow this time of year, Mark. Yeah, it's it slowed down the melt. I mean, I was just looking at the uh, the water, your uh, snow water equivalent chart up at the Mount Hood test site. And you can see, you know, we were well above average for snowpack back in March in the very beginning of April. So it looked like, wow, we could have snow on the ground much longer than normal, but no, the warm and dry spring um, right now, we're, the snowpack is melting much quicker. In many areas, it's gone. But up at this 5,400-foot elevation, it's uh, it's still melting much quicker than normal. Uh, that said, the last two days, suddenly you see it level out and actually go up slightly. So we, we will see. Um, my guess is uh, just a gut feeling we'll probably end up you know, near normal. You know, snowpack melting in the end up at that elevation. It's amazing, like, the time of year and when we do end up getting snow at the passes. Like, what it's like in May, late May, when we get snow versus, like, you know, February or January. Uh, that sun angle, you, I, I know you always preach this, Mark, but it's just amazing, like, what that sun angle does. Just melts away that snow on the pavement, and it just is not a problem when we get into, like, this time of year. Yeah, not at all. I mean, we, we can get a foot of snow up there, and it's hardly on the roads. Yeah, Just like crazy. here in late February, like down in Portland. Mm-hmm.
Do we have any other uh, local headlines to talk about, you guys? It's been, uh, you know, kind of, uh, I, I guess, other than a few maybe thunderstorms popping up and a couple downpours and some hail here over the past few days, been been a little bit more on the uh, boring side over the past few weeks. It's pretty quiet. That's good because, uh, you know, we have our lives to attend to, and it's <laughs> almost vacation time and whatnot. So, you know, <laughs> it's right. mid-May. Yep. It's funny in the weather center, you know, we, we have our busy season, which practically none of us take vacation during. It's it's it, about October till February, uh, somewhere in there. We usually, uh, especially Mark, doesn't take vacation, but then we all start uh, blowing it once we hit March <laughs> and April and all the way through the summer. I once had the boss, uh, Corey, our old news director, she said, when I said something like, ah, I really only, you know, have to do much, you know, the four four months of the year, that was a mistake. She goes, oh, so I don't need to pay you for the other eight? I said, no, 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 they still need to see my face. But yeah, she was she was smart and is smart. We're going to do something a little different here to, to round out the podcast today, you guys. We're going to do something called Clouds Up My Sky, okay? So you think when you're having just a normal, nice day, and all of a sudden the clouds roll in, they block out the sunshine. It's kind of like that. This is going to be called Clouds Up My Sky. Yeah, kind of like something you just can't let go, right? Yeah. Or something that, that this week you said, I got to talk about this. I've yes. got to let it go. It doesn't have to be negative. It can be positive, too. It can be positive. Yeah, yeah mine is sure. somewhat negative positive. Mine's Passive kind of, aggressive. Mine's kind of, yes, mine's passive aggressive as well. So why don't we get to it here? And I, I can't wait to hear, Mark, this was your idea for this segment. So, Mark, take it away. What clouds up your sky? You know, this has gone back years, Brian. So remember, we got to, to the year 2000. And, and those of us that remember before that, it was like 1999, 1998. So we get to 2000, you have to say, you know, uh, the year, we talk about the year 2008, 2009. Then we got to 2010, and I'm like, oh, great, we can finally start, you know, using it be a little shorter. Because people just say 2010 or 2012, 2013. But for about 10 years, a lot of the news anchors, and I'd hear people around call it, oh, in twenty third or 2013, in the year 2016. And it just, <laughs> this is petty, but it drove me nuts. It's like, you know, it's... Five syllables to say 2013, but to say 2013 is only four syllables. That's far more efficient, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm not crazy, right? No, you're not. You're not. Well, I might be crazy, but I am, I'm, I'm right. And so finally we got to 2020, and it's, I think people finally started saying 2020 instead of 2020. And now uh, does anybody say to, in the year 2022? No, everybody says 2020. You know what's right? weird, Mark, about this? You were exp- you, Between us, we were, you were explaining this to us uh, before the podcast, and I had to think for a second. I am one of those people, Mark. Oh no! No, I you am. Did that? No, yeah. I didn't even think about efficiency, and I am an efficient guy typically. You know, <laughs> I drive a you hybrid still vehicle. Say tw- 2021. I think I do at times. I don't really like say it out loud very often, but I was thinking to myself, what would I choose? And I think I lean toward the uh, the five syllable, uh, you know, choice. Well, I was born in 1,969. (laughs) (laughs) See? See how ridiculous that sounds? Okay, I've learned something I knew within 100 years. Yeah, there you go. I knew within 100 (laughs) years we'd have to say 21, and people wouldn't say 2,100 is the next uh, century. So that's mine. What do you have, Jeff? The old man is always imparting wisdom on us. So thank you, Mark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, You know, this is one that's kind of been lingering since, like, last week and weeks prior. Um, and it, I, a lot of people have problems with Facebook and social media. Um, but I feel like, uh, news people 
and oftentimes meteorologists just run into issues on social media. We'll, you know, post something very simple related to the forecast, maybe the drought monitor, something that is related to weather, climate, atmospheric science, the stuff that we studied. And you'll get, you'll get viewers and it will just, it'll be a great day up until like an hour before you leave the studio. You check that Facebook to see how that post, if anybody had any questions or anything. And you always get that one viewer that digs in and either slings a conspiracy theory at you, the chemtrail theory, or Ugh. just like we'll tear you down for something not related to weather or we'll just, you know, test your knowledge on weather. That's fine. But, you know, we this is something that we are experts on that we went to school for. Oftentimes we've earned a seal in and it's it, – Facebook can be a dark place, and it's I'm trying to become, place, man. Trying so to become cool. better at not it's reading right. the comments, but it, it's tough, you guys. You know, it's, it's such an important part of our job. And, uh, well, f- here's a for instance for you. Uh, you know, we, many of us got our vaccines, and uh, all, the, the, you know, all of us that are on the podcast here got our vaccines. Yep. And we posted it to our own personal or our professional pages, and then our, our uh, Fox 12 account shared that. And wow, the comments underneath those—it's like uh, the the uh, people trolling come out of the woodwork and and uh, mm-hmm. just leave the most uh, hateful stuff on there. It's pretty amazing. But uh, you know what? I, I would like to see is more people actually comment on those scientific and those and those weather posts that we do because occasionally I, I'll post something like about my cat or something and oh boy and it'll the roof yes it'll get hundreds and hundreds oh. of likes and interactions and then I'll post something about a, a tornado warning out on the coast and it'll get about three likes yeah that's always amazing <laughs> it's yeah. amazing the algorithms are something else aren't they well and I just think like people need to have a better mentality when they go at onto Facebook like don't always go out on there to pick a fight like maybe like have a better you know outlook on life a little bit more positive I feel like we can you know just live life amongst each other a little bit more peace a little more peacefully if we uh bring a little more positive energy because it can be really negative on there it takes a lot of a lot more energy to be negative that's what I always say like if I if I feel like I'm going to be negative about something it just it, it wears you down it takes a lot more energy being positive is a lot easier there's also the block button which I oh, do. I it's like, you know what? Button. I have no problem with If somebody's saying, if somebody is, I don't mean just a, a little snark, snarky comment, but mm-hmm. if somebody is just saying absolutely ridiculous, yeah, this happened, you know, like middle of the winter for a couple of reasons, but um, I would just block people and say, I don't, I don't have time for this. If this is just fake, false information, yep. it's out of there. I use it I pretty liberally. It yeah. I used to be uh, worried about using it. Yeah, no, don't I worry just, about nah. it. <laughs> Get out of there my life. There you go, Jeff. That was good. There you go, Jeff. That's a good one. Great one. Oh, All right. Thank you. So my turn. So, uh, mine's about the grocery store. So oh, I'm, I'm biggie! A, I'm a busy, I'm a busy person. You uh, are because I got these two little kids, and, you know, the the job and all that stuff. And I'm also losing my mind. I feel like a lot. So I go to the grocery mm. store uh, a lot because I forgot to get something at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I go, you know, for like one or two things, or maybe you know, maybe three or four. You know, if I'm making dinner, I I I try to do the big run where you go and you get you know, everything that you need for, you know, a couple of weeks. But, um, but most of the time I'm just going to get something for that night or the weekend or something like that. So my problem is that when you go there to get just a few things, mm-hmm. I feel like that is what the self-checkout is for. Don't yes. you agree? If you're self-checking out, I, I would say because they're kind of smaller stalls and they're, you know, it, it it's meant for people oh who who uh, are going to be there for a very short 
amount of time. Yes, one would think. Yes, and then there's all the other stuff. If you have a lot of stuff, you could go into to all the other checkout stands where somebody's helping you out, and maybe you have somebody helping you bag and all that as well. I don't well. want to self-check all. If I had 50 things, I wouldn't want to self-check anyway. Right. For some reason, uh, whenever I'm in a hurry, the, I go into the self-checkout uh, line there to, to, to check out my stuff, and I see people with gigantic full grocery carts <laughs> <laughs> checking oh, out horror. all their stuff. And they take a half an hour sitting in front of one of those things. And then, of course, the self-checkout line just backs up about 10 to 20 people. And uh, so that that's that's what comes oh. up my sky, is that then I have to end up staying in the grocery store way longer than I wanted to. On a positive note, I would say there is no sign that says you can only have a certain number, Brian, of items there. So, um, so it's to each his own. Well, here's the thing: they got this little scale because they don't want exactly. you stealing stuff, right? And the scale is probably the, exactly. I mean, it's the size of a it's three three feet by two feet. That's if you the can't evidence. fit all your stuff on there, then you have gotten into the wrong line. <laughs> That's a fair. That's good, right? That is that. that is the evidence behind your theory. You're not to bring a loaded cart to that little tray of a <laughs> of a scale. Where are you gonna put all the stuff? Yeah, <laughs> Where are you it, gonna put it? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Good Listen one. to these cranky three people. Next next week it'll be positive stuff. We're gonna find we're gonna find happy things. <laughs> I don't that know. We, we are excited no, 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 about no. this. Is no. this is good therapy? I needed this. Yeah, I'm gonna be driving to work at two in the morning, and I'm gonna be thinking to myself, I'm so mad about that, and I can't wait to talk about it on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, love fun it. times. I uh, would love to hear uh, what you are, uh, what what what, what uh, clouds up your sky. We'd love to hear what what little thing uh, drives you crazy. And there's a phone number at the end of this podcast, and, you can call <laughs> and leave us leave us a message, and uh, and we we might play it on the air if it's a good one. So there you go. We'd love to hear that. If you have any weather questions, uh, make sure you call and leave a message about those too, and we'll play some of the best ones on the air next time around. How's that sound? I think that sounds great. And you know what? A lot of people ask, including a few people in our studio, make sure Anne is on the podcast. It's more fun when she's around. So we'll make sure she's back next time. Right. She's. I don't know what she's doing. Maybe gallivanting around the country. Somewhere or she's around hanging the countryside. Out, hanging out yeah. in the uh, sunshine right now. I don't Wait, know. do we know where Anne is? No. Like, yes. actually, it, remi- we don't. Oh. it reminds me of the know? time. Do you remember the you time that me. Mark Nelson got lost in the snow on the way home from the snow event? And we were all like nervous that he was gone <laughs> for like 10 I minutes? didn't get lost. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I did go incommunicado for a moment or two. You yes, got stuck under house. those snow drifts that were like 12 feet high that you were describing. Oh. So we got to we got to find <laughs> Anne. We got we got to put a tracker on her. We got to figure out where she is. She did just actually reply to a text within the last hour. So she's OK. Oh, good. She's OK. okay. We have this right. we have this uh, text thread that, that the four of us are on and we always check in with each other. The Weather Friends. Yeah. Fox 12 Weather Friends. Guys, thanks so much for listening here this week. Uh, you got anything else? Mark, what are you doing well, here for the fun. weekend? Uh, I'm working because you're off today. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm working because Ann's off today, and then um, I only have one day off. Okay. Really brought that one down, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. I have no big plans. Jeff, what are you doing here for uh, – well, I guess you're working too. Yeah, I'll, I'll be working, <laughs> but you know what's cool? I will be doing the noon and the 4 p.m. show – on right. Monday, and I have never done the four o'clock show. I'm going to be in there with Mark because we just never interact uh, in in person. Rather, we're doing it a lot virtually. But no, that'll that be was, fun. I want you to take good care of that four o'clock show there, Jeff. 
And also, uh, this was part of my goals for the the corporate mandated goals for this year that we have to set. One of them was to to um, uh, to. No, I don't. I don't want to say mentor you, but you know, have you you have questions and things. You know, I've been around a little bit longer, and so it's fun to get together and make sure you have that list ready, Jeff. Okay. How did you make that weather graphic? That's going to be the type of questions. I'm yeah. Bringing in, so. Dynamic. It's all about dynamic panels. Be prepared. We'll talk about that. Oh, really interesting Monday. stuff. Our, our listeners are loving. <laughs> and Brian, Brian is off for like 15 days starting tomorrow. What, how long are you no, gone? It You're might be gone. like nine or something like that. We're, so, so it's my 10 year anniversary with oh, my wife. That's sweet. Uh, I cannot believe that we've been married that long, but yeah, uh, 10 years. We're, we were going to do a big trip to Hawaii. That kind of got shot down because of COVID and stuff. So, uh, you know, we're just going to we're going to do a, a big dinner out in uh, Portland and spend some quality time together. And we got a, a couple of date days that we're going to have. So, so we've realized oh. that with little kids, those are more fun than date nights because you're tired at night typically when you have little kids. Sure. So uh, we we go out and do things during the day when they're at school. They'll be at school. Exactly. Oh, nice. And so it worked out really well for us. We might go. I don't know, golfing or I don't know what we're going to do. I uh-huh. haven't figured it out yet. Go to the beach. I don't know. Better start we'll planning. See. We'll see. Sounds like a great time. Yeah. 11 days off or so. Yeah. yeah. It'll yeah. be nice. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll have Ann back on as we uh, head into the following week. Everybody stay safe out there. Have a, have a great weekend, and we'll catch you next time. Do you have a weather question? Call 503 503- and leave a message. It could be featured on a future episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to the Fox 12 Weather Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Head to kptv.com for the latest forecast and weather information for your area.